0: It was a day in New York, not long after the stock market crash. Nathaniel West, the promising author of, so far, one novel, left work. He was making a modest living as the night manager of a Manhattan hotel, but he'd been looking for an idea for a second book. On that particular evening, he went to see a friend who happened to show him a cache of striking letters. They'd been written to an advice columnist for a Brooklyn paper. You know the kind, sad, conflicted letters signed Need Help or Desperate. When West read them, something clicked. This, he knew, was it. And so began the creation of the famous dark Depression-era novel, Miss Lonely Hearts. I find myself thinking about the book a lot these days because of the way it anticipated some of the pain and isolation of this moment.
1: It's such a glinting, jewel-like book.
0: It's a read a lot of people remember vividly, says novelist Jonathan Latham, a great West appreciator.
1: What's interesting is that it has the status of a novel, but it's really something like 60 pages long.
0: The short and bracing book tells the story of a newspaper man hired to write an advice column for a New York paper under the name Miss Lonely Hearts. There's no other name given for the character, just Miss Lonely Hearts or Miss L for short. It was published at the height of the Great Depression, 1933. It begins as Miss L is considering his fate. The Miss Lonely Hearts of the New York Post Dispatch, are you in trouble? Do you need advice? Write to Miss Lonely Hearts and she will help you. Sat at his desk and stared at a piece of white cardboard. Here he sits it, giving advice to these miserable letter writer. writers. He could almost laugh the if it Ms. weren't L. so sad. It had all started as a kind of, of, of circulation building joke. But he found it impossible to continue. The letters were no longer funny. He could not go on finding the same joke funny 30 times a day for a month on end. And on most days he received more than 30 letters, all of them alike, stamped from the dough of suffering with a heart-shaped cookie knife. West used some passages word for word from the letters he'd seen. One of them had read, From the very beginning I realized that I made a mistake in marrying my husband, and went on from there. In other cases, the author embellishes and exaggerates the letters to enhance the story of people who seem utterly stuck and alone, as Miss L. comes undone from the burden of their advice-seeking. Latham says the book turned into a kind of self-portrait, full of the author's own struggles, not unlike ours right now, to relate to an America suddenly transformed. It was a leap for West.
1: He was a sensibility and a person who straddled the jazz age, the time in the 20s when modernism was at its height and there was money and young people were very sophisticated and going to Paris. And then what came immediately after, which is the devastation of the Great Depression.
0: The Depression called for another kind of writing, another sensibility, and West tried to find it in himself.
1: To move into this other subject matter, to think about the pain of living, and Miss Lonely Hearts is a portrayal of that divide.
0: Had anything like this book been written before the early 30s?
1: I think it's a very unprecedented book, and it's in a way an unfollowed book. I don't know that there are very many literary objects like Miss Lonely Hearts. Not even West's own great subsequent novel, Day of the Locust, captures that same kind of deeply tormented, compressed darkness.
0: So it has all that compressed darkness and a cynicism that is unsettling. And yet it was such an irresistible idea that it kept appearing in popular culture. It was instantly bought and produced as a movie in 1933, just after it was published, with the action moved to California and the tone lightened up, with Lee Tracy as Miss Lonely Hearts and his gruff editor.
1: Starting now, Toby, you're Miss Lonely Hearts. You can't do that to me! will be the laughing stock of the whole town. In time, they'll stop laughing.
0: It became a Broadway play with a brief run, and then that was made into another movie in 1958, with the more promising casting of Montgomery Clift and Dolores Hart.
1: But how can you quit before you get started? Don't take those
0: letters so seriously. Dear, if someone is in trouble, how can you not? Anybody who writes his troubles to a newspaper is feeling too sorry for himself. Not a successful film either.
1: Sure, but they still might be in trouble.
0: One adaptation that was truer to the book was an opera, music by Lowell Lieberman, with libretto by J.D. McClatchy. And that makes sense. Opera is a form that can mix styles and attitudes, says Lieberman, as he was able to do in a nightmare scene, our hero wrestling with the godlike figure he'd come to represent to his readers. Where I threw in everything from nearer my God to thee, to jingle bells, to all kinds of things. At one point, you can hear the letters overwhelming the character, dominating his thoughts. My husband broke his promise. I'm being punished. After the opera's premiere, the composer put it aside for a time and then went back to listen to his own work. I don't
1: know what to do. I, the beater. And I
0: thought wow, that is dark. That is one dark piece. The darkness of the book, the fascination of it, is in what Nathaniel West did with that cache of letters he'd seen years before, how he wove the spirit of them into a horribly sad, mordantly funny study of frustrated human connections. Those letters turned out to be West's way and the character's way into a world of suffering in solitude. And that points right to us.
1: The letters are like what it's like to open up the Internet and let it wash over your brain. It takes you out of any sense of your own personal agency or relevance, and you keep trying to orient the self in relation to what other people are thinking and feeling and going through. Miss Lonely Hearts keeps trying to orient and find a meaningful stance towards the outpouring, and there isn't any way to construct a self in the flow of that.
0: With the Internet, the virus, The economy, the murder, the world response, a changed America. We're trying to find ourselves in a moment of such generalized pain. That must be why this book came to mind almost like a letter that was just written for a time like this, though we can all agree there's never been a time quite like this. Still, it's always thrilling to receive messages from long ago that speak to us in a way that is so modern. It's Fischko Files, I'm Sarah Fishko. NYC Now delivers breaking news, top headlines, and in-depth coverage from WNYC and Gothamist every morning, midday, and evening. By sponsoring our programming, you'll reach a community of passionate listeners in an uncluttered audio experience. Visit sponsorship.wnyc.org to learn more.